Alright, it's a privilege to bring the word of God to us shortly. Amen. Praise God. Now, from um, I think last month, last two months, September, to the end of the year, we are looking at the Gospels and looking at Jesus Christ. Amen. His ministry, his life, his person, everything about Jesus. And in this month of November, we are looking at an aspect of Jesus that was so profound under the topic, I have power over nature. Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're actually looking at a new creation and in the light of Christ. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen and amen. Let's read these few scriptures and then I'll do a little recap from Thursday and the, the, the first Sunday that Bishop brought us the word. And then we'll just pick up a story in the book of Matthew 17 and look at a few things there briefly. And then we're going to pray. Hallelujah. Praise God. Isaiah chapter number 48 and verse number 12 to 13. These are the key scriptures for this month. Isaiah 48 verse 12 to 13. Reading the New King James Version of the Bible. Listen to me, O Jacob and Israel, my called. I am he, I am the first, and I am also the last. Indeed, my hand has laid the foundations of the earth, and my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I call to them, they stand up together. When I call to them, they stand up together. When I call to them, they stand up together. Hallelujah. Uh, the creator God also has power over what he has created. Under no circumstance can what God has made will not listen to what he's saying. Praise God. And Jesus Christ came to exemplify this very nature of God when Jesus came on the scene. Now, nobody knew how God was. If you look at the Old Testament, what you see about God most times, what, what you see recorded there is killings. You see a lot of killings, a lot of killings. They go against God's word and God is acting here and then killing there. Uh, but when Jesus Christ came on the scene, Jesus Christ was the revelation of God. Jesus Christ came to reveal the true nature of God. And Paul the Apostle says that it pleased God or it pleased the Godhead or it pleased God that the fullness of the Godhead will dwell in him bodily. So Jesus Christ was the manifestation of God. All this while God is hidden from man. But when Jesus comes on the scene, he's the manifestation, the revelation, the unveiling of God. Hallelujah. And so you see this, this nature of God, God controlling nature, exemplifying the life of Jesus. In John 14, verse number 12, Jesus speaking, said, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. One of the joy of every instructor or father is that the one who they instruct or their mentee or their child they give it must be greater than them. Yeah. If a father does not wish for the son or the daughter to be greater than him, there's a problem. Amen. So if Jesus opened the eyes of the blind, if Jesus raised the dead, if Jesus multiplied bread, if Jesus multiplied fish, if Jesus walked on water, if Jesus saved many, if Jesus gave answers to where there were problems, the, 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 your failure is doing his level. That is our failure. Praise God. 
we are supposed to do what he did and more. So being born again is not an initiation into a religion. Being born again is being born into a kingdom having the king's kind of life. To do what the king would have done if he, were, if he was here. So now that Jesus cannot be seen in physical terms, Jesus must be seen in his church. And that church is you and I. Hallelujah. And, and this is why, you know, as many of us that are here, I know some of us are visitors here, I want to remind, I don't know what, what you listen to, I don't know what you, you study, but I want to tell you emphatically from scriptures, Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a life that must be lived. It's not something you get into so that you can feel a form and say, what religion is? I'm a Christian. No, it's much more than that. It's as serious as if somebody has a problem and he finds you, he has seen God. Period. I saw a video yesterday and it was quite interesting. Shatawale had an interview at HFM. And a torture driver was taking people from, I don't know which place to, I don't know, La Paz to Accra. And got a hint that Shatawale is at HFM. He dropped all the passengers. He has to go and see his God. <laughs> gave their monies to them. Go, go, go. I have to go and see this man. I'm his number one fan. He drove to hit FM. Bulldoze his way into the place. When he got there and he saw Shatawale, he laid on the floor, rolled on the ground, worshipped him. Carried him. Say, you're my inspiration. You're my God. And then removed his shirt, his back, the tattoo of Shatawale's face. And that's a human being honoring a man who only jumps on stage and does other things. Paul was preaching. A man was lame from birth. As Paul was preaching, he said, ah, no, the man has fit to be healed. He said, rise up and walk. When the people saw what they saw, they said, ah, the gods have come amongst men. That is how men must see Christ in us. Shatta has been worshipped. And some of the times, you and I as Christians in our workplace, they are speaking profanity. They see as they are not moved. But in this month of November and to the end of this year, we shall be the true representation of Christ Jesus. It's more than a religion. We have been born into a life. Into a kingdom. Oh. Don't you know that if you are looking for God and never found God, you see him in Jesus. Jesus said that if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. Actually, you and I should be bold to say if you are looking for Jesus, if you see me, you've seen Jesus. It's as simple as that. The Lord is helping us. He who believes in me the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do. Because I go to the Father. And look at the commissioning. John 20, 21. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. You will never be sent by Christ empty-handed. 
when Christ sends you, he actually goes with you. In fact, when God sends you, he has gone ahead of you. God will never send anyone a mission and leave the person alone. People of God, we've been sent by God through Christ because we have been equipped like him to do what he will do. If you happen to be in a plane anytime from now and there's some shaking, don't be shaken. Shake the shaking. You are made to do so. Now let's note these few things before we go into the scripture. Um, number one. Now the reason we are going through all these beautiful stories of Christ, I have to understand that these things about Christ are not myths. These are historically proven facts, things that happened. Hallelujah. If you are here and you don't believe the Bible, I don't know. I don't know what to say to you. But I'm, I'm amazed at you. The most accurate book in the whole of the universe is the Bible. Most accurate. Accurate. <laughs> accurate. And one of these days we shall, be, we shall be told more about it. If you know the accuracy of the Bible, be shocked. Written by over thousands of people with, a, with over several years from different places. Never talked to themselves but spoke one thing. One thing. Nothing missing. Hallelujah. Oh, but pastor, when you read this one, you see this one, you see this one, you see this one. You're not seeing well, that's why. Everything is correct. Hallelujah. Don't let anybody dispute your Bible. Doctors have a book. Lawyers have books. Every profession has a book. If you dispute the book, you have to dispute the profession. And Paul said, this, this we are doing, it's called professional faith. This is our book. You can't dispute it. It's too real. Every prophecy in the Bible has come to pass. We're still waiting for more. And I keep saying everywhere that if you trusted God's word to heal you and he healed you, you trusted God to give you a job, give you a job, and he says, I'm coming. Why are you doubting that one? This is a prophecy. Must come to pass. Must come to pass. He said, there shall be rumors of wars. Kingdoms shall rise against kingdoms. They are happening. There shall be earthquakes. They shall happen. I saw a video yesterday. What's the way I checked out some videos from a doctor who boldly, boldly, know he's saying clearly and everything shows it's true that this corona was man-made created in the laboratory yes yes it's on fox news that's how desperately wicked the heart of man is that a human being sits somewhere and does something because of that you and i cannot smile freely in church we are wearing no smacks the ghosts are rising i said the ghosts are rising if they can stay somewhere and disturb our system why can't we stay here and disturb the systems that's how much power we carry are you getting me yeah so if people see somewhere do something then all of us are in our houses we can't fly all the opportunities you have to travel i couldn't travel again because somebody sat somewhere in all our tuno all the big men everybody sat in your house pack their cars their cars somebody sat somewhere and did something that's how you will sit here and then undo some things yeah. hallelujah so these things are not myths they are realities it happened don't let anybody dispute the scriptures the scriptures are yeah and amen it's true now the, the, the focus of these things we are doing that Bishop is making us go through is so that we all will come to an understanding that we are we as the new creation have been given access 
to an unlimited realm of great possibilities. Do you understand me? Your being born again was not just your sins being washed away. Was not just you being engrafted the family of God for just that. But you have been ushered into a realm of unlimited possibilities. That when men are saying it's not possible, that's why you are smiling. That's where you have come to. And so, as a believer, if you realize that your life is not full of possibilities, it must be sad. Because in the Old Testament, that righteous man said it. When men are saying there's a casting down, I would say there's lifting up. He wasn't born again. He wasn't speaking in tongues. There was no church for him to go to. There was no fellowship. There was no Bible to read. But even that man said, when men say there's a casting down, I will say there's a lifting up. How much more you? Born by the blood. The building of the Holy Ghost. You have Bible, different versions. On your phone, your laptop. Even on your wristwatch. Because the Apple Watch, Apple Watch, you can put Bible there. May God help us. We have entered a realm of possibilities. Somebody say great possibilities. I can't be limited. No. We are going through this story so that we can understand who we are. People of God, do you know who you are? You are not Amma. You're not Kosia. You're not Isaac. You're not Derek. You're not Yalfrem Pong. You're not Bebese. You're not Selebo. You're not Fosua or Fosu. Or Hinewa or Hine. Your definition is Christ. That's your definition. That's your definition. When any system wants to prevail amongst men, they put up education. You understand? The only way to rule men is to educate them. So if you want to turn boots to slaves, open a slave school. But don't tell them it's a slave school. When you pass through this school, you become a great leader. Then there you teach them, indoctrinate them. You know why God put the church in place? This is our school where we are indoctrinated. So our minds can align with our reality in Christ. So in church, we point you to your definition. Jesus is your definition. Jesus is your definition. Hallelujah. You need to appreciate this, that the new creation is born of the supernatural and born into the kingdom of the supernatural. The realm of the supernatural is primarily the realm of the Lord. The place of no limitations or impossibilities. Jesus, an example, shows us and by his spirit empowers us to comprehend. You see, these things is by faith. Oh. You understand? It's by faith. Hebrews 11.3 says that by faith we understand. Please, spiritual things are not understood by senses. Doesn't make sense. It's not about sense, it's about faith. You receive it, they begin to unveil it. You catch it first before you begin to see what it is. It is. Hallelujah. By faith. Oh, may your faith come alive. Amen. You need to also understand that your definition is not by your earthly component. You want to know who you are, look at Jesus. That is your definition. These things that we are being pointed to are just to bring out who we truly are. 
Now, Matthew 17, verse 24 to 27. When men cannot make sense out of nonsense, they try to take away the sense so they can make sense. I was reading this scripture and I decided to look at some other few things and I saw something like, oh boy, people are interesting. Matthew 17, 24 to 27. When they had come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, does your teacher not pay temple tax? Basically, these were the tax that were paid for the maintenance of the temple. Anyone who was 20 years and above was meant to pay that tax. All right. And he said, yes, when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying what do you think simon from whom do the kings of the earth take customs or taxes from their sons or from strangers our emphasis is the verse 26 and 27 peter said to him from strangers jesus said then the sons are free 27 nevertheless lest we offend them go to the sea cast in a hook take the fish that comes up first and when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that, give it to them for me and you. <laughs> Do you understand? Okay, so go to the sea. Cast the hook. The first fish that comes, there's money in the mouth. How do you know? Open the mouth. What is in the mouth is enough. Let me say this before I continue. The Lord will give you supply from strange places. I thought I'd be going to be louder than that. The Lord will give you supplies from strange places. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't know but I said someone must believe this. The Lord is giving you supplies from strange places. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. One more time. The Lord is giving you supplies from strange places. Can you pray in the spirit for just a minute? The Lord is giving me supplies from strange places. Strange places. Strange places. Yes, there's a need in your life. There must be a supply from a strange place. Strange, unlikely sources. Unlikely sources. Unlikely <laughs> in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus one thing that i see in this scripture is the foolishness of peter when it comes to demonstrating power over nature you need some dimension of foolishness <laughs> bishop has said it several times when you're too wise for god you can't enjoy the wisdom of god what does that foolishness mean? I mean, how can you tell me? I mean, brother, brother Judas is the keeper of, of our money. You might have just said, Judas, give us some coins to pay this. He said, go to the sea. Throw the hook. The first fish. There's some money there. He used to pay. And Peter was foolish enough to believe that the first hook will bring out the fish. And that the first fish has the coin inside. He did not dispute the master. Now, what will make a man be that foolish? 
Because that man knows who is giving the instruction. Ah, people of God, in that same chapter, in the very first verse, they had just seen him being transfigured on the mountain. That same chapter, chapter 17, when Jesus took Peter and John and James to the mountain and he was transfigured before them and while they beheld him, Elisha and Moses appeared. The law and the prophets appeared because the law and the prophets have their relevance in Christ. They all point to Christ. Christ is what gives meaning to the law and the prophets. They all prophesied to Jesus and the law to Jesus. They saw him manifested. Oh, the heavens opened. They heard a voice. Say, listen to my son. Oh, Peter, listen to him. And right after that, they got down from the mountain and he healed the sick. Wow. People of God. Peter did not dispute the instruction of Christ because he has seen Christ. May God help us see him. The reason is sometimes so difficult. You become the church and a strange instruction comes and you're just looking at the man of God. This one, I can't, I can't listen to this one. Because you don't know who he's speaking. He had just seen him transfigured. He had just heard the voice of heaven about him. He had just seen him cast out a demon and heal someone. And if he tells me that the first fish has the solution to our problem, why should I dispute him? I go for it straight away. One way to increase in quote, spiritual foolishness for the supernatural is increase your knowledge of God. Don't forget the testimonies of God in your life. The little, little, little things, they amount to great, great, great encounters. Don't forget them. Do you know that we are so quick to forget good things? Have you realized that? You can be with somebody. The person is so good to you. So good to you. So then one day, the person does something. One thing it does. The statement is, this guy is a wicked guy. How could you forget nine years of goodness for just one minute of an error? That's humanity. That's how we are. But the new Christians are like that. So you are not like that. Please don't be quick to forget good things from people. Don't be. How about this guy? Oh, don't mind. He's very stingy. I really, very, very stingy. But I thought he was on that bought you this car. Hey, after that one, he didn't do, he did another thing. Like he's stingy. Your wife will cook every day so nice, just one day. Just one salt. Just change the whole testimony. You have canceled the CV. You don't know how to cook. Why do we forget good? Why do we celebrate evil? Look at our world right now. Do something good. Nobody will see it. Let Pastor Isaiah be caught in adultery. My following on Instagram will rise. <laughs> on Twitter, whoom. Facebook, whoom. Why do you celebrate evil? Don't be like the world. Don't be like the world. Peter could not forget. I just seen so. I can't, I can't doubt him. People of God. People of God. I don't know why this is coming through, but you understand that on this altar, we don't speak what we think. We speak what he speaks through us. 
Are you with me? Don't forget. Don't be quick to forget. Tell him as a neighbor. Don't forget easily like that. I've been good to you before. Why, why, why are you like this? Because I didn't buy this thing for you. Why are you like this? Small. A year I didn't buy after anti, anti faith. I didn't buy for you. You are upset. Why? Let's be like our father. When we stand before him, all he sees is Jesus. Does that remind, remind your father? As he already, as daddy said some time ago, Mr. Lamin Fata. Mr. Lamin Fata already said, who is, who is he talking to? Is he at my him or who else? Because there's no records of that there. But you want to force God to become like you. He must remember what you remember. Somebody has repented for the past five years. God is using the person for you. What you know about the person from SHS, you can't let go. Who said, don't forget that guy. He's faking it. Well, we know him. I know Seth like my backhand. I know him. Why can't you give room for change? Why? It's called the past. The person has moved on. And you are still at the past. Who is suffering? It's you. God is moving the person on. Why does he know he can't be anointed? How can he be the one preaching? Can't be the one preaching. God is using that one today. You can't say anything about that. So how do I increase my dependency of God to know that I can ex- ex- you know, express this power? Increase the level of foolishness. Is to not forget the things that God does. Know more about him. It will help us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. As long as our president is on the seat, if he tells you that Clement, go to this bank, tell them I said they should give you this money. You don't go like, sir, are you sure? No, you don't say that. Yes, sir. Can I have a note? This is the note. And you're going. And then you realize that because of who spoke to you and that which is of him that you are holding your walk is different your approach is different now you walk through the gates when the security man delays it open the gate hey 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 why is that is that you work here open that door why because there's a consciousness of where you are coming from oh i don't know if this brother shared a testimony but one of our brother nanedu shared a testimony with me a week after that, he shared that testimony about the woman that said, you said that your pastor said she come. There was something he had been waiting for. and been praying for. So after that message, he went back to the place and told my pastor said I should come for this thing. My bishop said I should come for it. The next day, they gave it to him. Now, he was, he was foolish enough that when that word came from here, all of us had it. All of us here had it. There are those of you here who have been employed for the past five years. You had it. You heard it. You only laughed. <laughs> Bishop, they can say stories. So, <laughs> Bishop. Oh, this man, the stories are very, very sweet. You, you reduce the whole dynamite of a life transformation to a laughter and writing notes. You are still here. But somebody didn't even, make, didn't even write the notes. He said, Pastor said, he did I'll do it. And he went there on Monday. Please, I want it. You can't have it. My bishops should come for it. In the same church. And we all heard it. Me too, I heard it. All of us heard it. Amongst all of us, 
over almost 80 or 90 of us that were here, only one person have a testimony in that direction. But you see, we quickly go and blame God. Then rather my summer son, my summer my mat time, my offering, my mat point offering, and then we see come my cement. Then I do share on your share, mommy. I'm now Tessa. Why not me? But every day you sit down in church, a prophetic word comes. Is it because there's no strings attached to it? Mommy strings. There's no strings. No, no, no gyration. No, no shankum. So it's no word to you. It takes the foolish to walk in the supernatural. You are too wise. too much. That's why you see most times people that have gone to school for too long and don't understand the reason for school. I'm not insulting anybody. You heighten in disbelief and doubt. Because you want to reason out everything. How big is your reason? And I've said it over and over again. Can you imagine that? At GHS, I did technical drawing. Technical skills. Home accounts. Cultural science. Social science. In You understand? Then at SHS, they say now choose arts, business, or science. You see, it's narrowing. So I narrowed. I pick accounting. I didn't go into home accounts again. Home accounts for those that went to home accounts. When I finished, I went to the institution. They said, ah, so choose again. I said, accounting. Narrowed again. You understand? It's narrowed though. We're doing, how many money need courses? At the university level, it's few you are doing per time. At master's level, ha, you are doing only four courses in the whole trimester. You can even do two narrowed at phd narrowed in the narrow so it means that as you grow in academics the more you're ignorant of many things you hold a phd not in everything leadership but maybe an aspect of leader that's why you have phd in so it means to be in command of the others you have to go and have another p in another place i seen that this thing but when the knowledge of God enters a man, hmm, it's a full package. That is why a pastor is a pastor of a policeman, soldier, man, accountant. Have you noticed that? That a, a doctor will call his pastor. Sir, I'm in operation right now. We have an issue. Can you do something about it? I see red signs. An economist calls his pastor. Sir, I'm in the office right now. We have an issue. I need your counsel. Has he read what you read? No. But the Holy Spirit who has been engaged by a man that understands his place intermingles with all kinds of knowledge. You operate in a dimension of wisdom. Not knowledge. It's, it's unique. And the pastor say, okay, so what do you have now? Okay, so you um, take this document, this document, out of this one, and um, you send this to, send this to. He goes, Pastor, it worked. <laughs> the only man that can make all of you raise your hands at, against your will. Can we all lift our hands, please, people of God? I want to pray with you. you see. The only two of them, I'm Robert and Pastor. Please don't bring your school book into spiritual and submit it. It now makes sense. You understand? 
I don't know if I showed you. Let me say it here again. One time I was teaching in school and I had to use the uh, demand and supply analysis to explain uh, Ted John 2. Then the students understood it. That's the reason for the school we are going for. Not because we want to be competing with God. No. So we can have expression of what to give. Because you know what? What God gives you in your spirit, man, your language is too immature, too limited to express it. Have you not realized something like this? You look through the Bible. It says, and the Holy Ghost came upon him like a dove. Not a dove. They are trying to look for a word that can describe how he came. They can say, okay, so you like a dove. There are things you see in heaven you can't utter. All you can do is, I'm telling you. Have you not realized that you see a scripture, you know it, but you don't know how to explain it? Like you know it, but you can't explain. It means that this language is limited. So when we go to school, just help us know more brofu kakra. So you beat me at church, I didn't mean What else here? So if my brofu is dead, this, that's how far I can express what I have in the realms of the spirit. When I increase it, I can express it better. So your schooling must be submitted like Moses' rod was placed at the place where God appeared unto him. Not to hinder God. You, there's no how you can be wiser than God. You and I sitting here don't even know the next step from where we are. As to whether this building over there will fall down, we don't know. Who knows here? No one knows. No one knows. No. We walk by faith, not by sight. Yesterday we were going home from a program. And a, a, a delivery guy was knocked down unexpectedly by a truck guy. Did he know it was part of his plan for the day? He didn't. Why do you walk as if you know everything? You know everything. And you bring that to God too. The one that knows, didn't you read the scripture we read right now? Hmm? He said, I am he, I am the first and I'm the last. You're not the first. <laughs> You're also not the last. In fact, your type is not new. God has seen several of your types from medieval period to modern, postmodern. He has seen your type, several shapes and sizes. The white version, the colored version, the Chinese version. He has seen that type. Peter was foolish enough. Peter had not questioned Jesus. Do you know something? That when we question the the instructions of God, we actually question the ability of God to be expressed towards our direction. We limit God by when we question God when he tells us to do certain things we should do. The provision was there. Imagine Peter, the usual Peter, because we know this brother. doesn't keep quiet. But on this day, he kept quiet. Let me wash your feet. No, no, no. So I can't wash my feet. If I don't wash your feet, then oh, you're above me. Uh, is that you? That's what I said on Thursday. Is that you? Hey, ghost, ghost. No, it's me. It's you. Okay, tell me to come. He never stops at do something. Hey, he must ask questions. But this day, he said, yes, sir. And that's a song we heard from our sister. Yes, Lord. That is the word to manifesting power over nature. I know whom I believed. I know Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Do you know God? He said, I'll make a way. He said, mm, I've waited. Uh, it's not coming. You must be lying. No. Throw the hook. The first fish. There's a provision there. So you increase, in quote, your foolishness dimension for the supernatural by knowing more about him. Don't question what he tells you to do.
Number two, don't forget the things he's been doing in the past. It will build you up to believe him for the now. Do you understand me? Hallelujah. One more thing I'll pick up from there. Now, from the Isaiah we read, I want to link it up to a portion in this story we're looking at. He says that, Indeed, my hand has laid the foundation of the earth. And my right hand has stretched out the heavens. When I called them, <laughs> they stand up. Could it be that there was no fish with coin? But when Christ was speaking to Peter, the word traveled beyond where they were having discussion into the sea and located a fish. Oh yeah, get a coin and come and wait in position. Could it be? Could it also be that there was already a fish walking around this while? The fish has done everything to, 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 to vomit this thing. It's also coming out. Not knowing he has been ordained for a particular day to pay a bill. Could it be? It could be that there was no fish there, but as he spoke, the fish was created and caused put inside. What I'm trying to tell you is this. I'm expounding on the, on the awesomeness of God's power. That's why it is not right to ask God, how shall this be? Keep quiet. Pastor, I have no womb. And you are saying that I'll give it to twins. How can this be? Shut up. It is we who study science that are saying that the child should be in the womb. The one who created it can choose anywhere. Bishop said can put in the tie. When it's time, push it up. It's his business. It is the Lord's business to think about how. It is my business to wait and do wow. Period. My, I'm just waiting to say wow, not how. You are in a strange land and the word has come to say you have a house in this Ghana. You have business in this Ghana. Eh? Pastor Basi, God is saying that to you. And you look at all that you've been through. So, Pastor, you, amen, 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 sir. I receive it. I receive it in his mind. Forget it. I beg. You know if it happened. A woman went to church one time and she was the one that does all the jobs that are in the church that nobody wants to do. When they want to, you know there are some jobs in this, in this house that sisters that wear high heels don't do them. Yeah. When their makeups are on, there's no waiting. Amen. Glory to God. This woman does those things. He washes the toilets. Had about three children or so. Husband is not working. He's seven days in the church. Seven, seven. One day. Having a program in this church. How many know the church? And the prophet was prophesying his topic. Say, woman, come here. Two days from now, you'll be in America. <laughs> Do you know what I'm... Wait, you don't get passport. No identity. Do you understand? She's only known for high-less job. High-heel-less jobs. Do you know what happened? The woman, could he, the woman was like, okay, sir, if God saying so, amen. Two days. Somewhere, somebody met one woman who needed help in the U.S. to help the mother. Need somebody and said, oh, you can do it. Okay, the woman has a connection to the high commission. They got the passport in two days. She was in U.S. Nyami Kasa was a wadding. No, forget all those prophets. It's not about prophets. Listen carefully. It's about the word of God. And not everybody that says I hear God is hearing God. 
Like I saw a prophet video be. He said he prophesied that Donald Trump will lose the election. When I look at the video carefully, at the corner there, there's somebody in Max. He said he prophesied that prophecy in 2019. We're not wearing Max. We're wearing Max in 2019. But there's a woman in the, they tried to cut it. The woman didn't cut. So she get there. Is it by force to let the world know you're saying something? Is it by force? Why are you prophesying? <clears throat> Why? I can tell you with confidence from this altar, we have prophet. We have what? A prophet and his prophet sons. When we speak, take it and run with it. Do you get me? Could it be? the fish heard his voice. You know, when I was thinking about this scripture, my, my mind went to Luke chapter 5. When Peter taught all night, that was the Stanley's favorite chapter. Caught nothing! He says, boy, lay down the nets. So, God, we have tried though. But nevertheless, at thy word, he said here, when I called to them, they stand up together to do my bidding. When he said, Peter, lay down net, the class cap of all the fishes in the sea. He said, boss, boss, Charlie, guys, gather, gather, gather. Where don't come? Gather, gather, gather. Go to this side. We are being caught. We are dying. There's a prayer I want us to pray. And that's what I saw in Jesus. Now, there's a dimension of discernment that Christ walked in. To you to know what fish at what time. Elam Bahashia. There's something about the eagle you must understand. The eagle does not take every opportunity. When the eagle wants a prey from where the eagle stands, the eagle actually calculates. Okay. The way this goat is coming and where I am, if I move, will I get this guy by one lift or I'll lose it? The eagle will look at us. Charlie will lose. Let it go. And that one's going to say, uh-huh, okay, this one will get it. And then the eagle comes, zooms in, whoosh, puff, and it's gone. In this dispensation and these times, we're in troubling times. One of the things that we need to operate in this dimension of the supernatural is being able to discern. Discern the move of the spirit. Discern the provisions of the spirit. Discern when the things are happening. And know what to do per time. I would be. Let me say this shortly. See, there are times you'll be here, and the word will come, and the mouth of God will say, Let's bring out a seed for this. Don't say, I'll do it tomorrow. Do you know why? As soon as a divine instruction comes, it's an opening to a certain possibility made available for that time. If you bring it later, church will keep the money. But what you should have gotten will not be given. Discernment. Discernment. Oh, with all due respect, some of us are too dull. This is the spirit. Too dull. Too dull. Let me see. See, sometimes your change is waiting for your discernment. Discernment. You should have moved by now. You are still sitting. You should have moved by now, but you are still. You know, this all God sharpened my discernment. Now listen, as we pray this prayer, it's an aspect of it. But one last thing that sharpens or discern is the word of God. You get it? That's what we are doing. But you want to pray, Lord, please. Lord, please. Lord, please. 
I don't want to throw the hook at my time. I want to throw the hook at your time. Because at your time, the fish is waiting to release that supply. Lift your toes and pray that prayer. Oh God, help my discernment. Help my discernment. Help my discernment. Help my discernment. Please, Lord, help my discernment. In my business, help my discernment. In my marriage, help my discernment. In the raising of my children, help my discernment. As an economist, help my discernment. As a politician, help my discernment. As a medical doctor, help my discernment. Come on, pray this prayer. You'd be surprised to know that's all you needed. That's all you needed. To know when to move, when to stand, when to sit, when to run, when to sow, when not to sow. It's by discernment. And I need, I need a Lord. I need it, Lord. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I've been down for too long. Sharpen my sensitivity. Cause my ears to hear. Cause my eyes to see. Help my discernment. Help my discernment. Help my discernment, oh God. Wari make a shati brakasila by my descendant. Help my descendant. Help my descendant. Help my descendant, Lord. Holy Spirit, help me. Concerning spiritual gifts, concerning supernatural things, I would not have you ignorant about them. It talks about the Holy Spirit being the giver and distributor of all these gifts. There is a wisdom ordained for our glory. There's a wisdom ordained for our glory. Hallelujah. Two more prayers and then I'm done. As a business person. You need that dimension of sharpness to know when to invest what. Else you lose your money. Remember Isaiah says to her, he said that, I am the first. I am the last. In between the first and the last, I feel it. Beyond the first and the last, I also feel it. I am the filler. None fills me. What did he say? I'm the first and the last. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows the outcome of that investment much more than no matter how much talk you have, you have, you have, you have studied. Uh, uh, he knows much better, sir. He knows much better. He knows that man coming in that nice tie and a nice car is fake. He knows. His office is also fake. He knows. He knows. Oh, I sense you pray that prayer for all businessmen and women. If you're into business here, you're into business, you run your own company, an entrepreneur, lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. You're an entrepreneur, you do something, no matter the size, don't despise small beginnings. It's on the right hand. And I say, Oh God, oh God, I receive one more time the oil of discernment, discernment, discernment to discern and know, to discern and know, to discern and know. No more losses in my business, no more losses, no more losses. 
No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. No more losses. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please look at me. The last time you lost money in business will be the last time you ever lose. What did I say? Say it louder. One more time. Say, devil, hear me. I'm ordained for abundance. That's who I am. Clap and shout if you can. Clap and shout. Clap and shout if you can. Now, finally, I want to remind you again that God is the God of all possibilities. Ah, there are instances that even your doubt can't stop him. There are instances that your disobedience cannot stop it. That is the dimension I want us to provoke now. You know, some dear ones of mine decided to buy something for me, which was just quite something. And they made gatherings to do it. And about a day to the deadline they had, they needed some amount of money to add it. But there's no way. And one of them, who happens a medical doctor, you know, has not been paid by the government for a while. And they had been told they'll be paid next year. But a day to the, you know, deadline, she had an alert on her phone. You know that kind of alert? Not the concern one, the correct one. And the one that comes and you see that your phone is even talking to you. Pick me, pick me, pick me. So when he picked, so he saw an amount. Somebody say amount. amount. Say it. Say amount. amount. Make sure. Okay, I can't see your teeth. Amount. And then she's like, wow. So she was afraid to take the money. She called the bank. This money, where is it from? Say it's your money. Now the government was supposed to pay them next year. But she had sowed the seed and was waiting for more seed to sow. Then that part payment came. She called the brother. Come, come, come and take this money. Go and pay this thing. The next day, she got a job with a good salary. I mean, she's a medical doctor. You understand? A good salary. Now, she sends a message and says that, Sir, thank you for making us do this. I said, No, I'm thanks. No, no, no. You created an opportunity for us to work in the supernatural. See, let me tell you something. When you have a genuine servant of God with you, if he tells you by force, give money for this, don't be angry. That instruction has created a certain door for you. You have no idea. Believe in the Lord. Believe for Yes, yes, we are all kings in the kingdom. But God is a God of order. God doesn't speak to give an instruction to everybody. One person, then you should be the thing. That's his God. You get my point? So when a man of God, even if he's joking, and I read the commentary, Daddy, that they said that actually Christ was joking. <laughs> That's what the commentary said. And Peter took it serious. Christ said, "Ah, you, we have to pay. Okay, you just go and throw the the first fish you get." It he said. So even jokes, the guy took it serious. You understand? Even joke. So like after service like this, eh, eh, 
and then the thing is flying. Eh? And I say, buy for 10 people. Ah, pastor, pastor, you, you like this too much. Ah, it's a door. <laughs> it's a door. People of God, I don't know about you, but there are certain things in my life I never had faith for them. But God, in those supernatural dimensions, did things for me that I had no idea about. Want to provoke that dimension of God this morning? You understand what I say? Of God of all possibilities, let there be some strange possibilities around me, my family, my business, around me, my family, my business, our ministry, the church. Oh, lift the voice and pray this prayer. This is our last prayer. Come on, pray. 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 Begin to see yourself in this week walking to some uncommon doors opened. Ha ha. Yeah, 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 the impossible will become possible not by power not by might but by my spirit saith the Lord saith the Lord saith the Lord saith the Lord not by power not by might but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Saith the Lord. Is it a growth in your body? Is it some sickness in some part of your body? Come on. Hold on to the God of all possibilities. You have power over nature. You have power over nature. In Jesus' mighty name. Look at me, saint of God. Say with me, I have power. See, say it with comfort and confidence. I have power over nature. I am in charge. I am in charge. Because greater is he that is in me and he that is in the world. Just like the father, my heavenly father, when I call them, they stand up and they attend to me. In the name of Jesus. Both living things and unliving things. They answer to me. Because as the Father sent Jesus, so have I been sent. Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus.